Well, grace and peace, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Bridging the Gap with Pastor Nate Brozier. I am Pastor Nate and I'm excited to come into your home. Whether you're watching us or listening to this on YouTube or any of our podcast affiliates, I wanna thank you for just taking the next 20 minutes to, of your time just to kind of engage with me. Uh, you're more than welcome to comment anytime. You can reach out to me. I think there's a, a part on here where you can just uh, comment if you're watching on YouTube uh, about some other content that maybe you're interested that you want God to kind of reveal maybe even to you. But until then, I just want to thank you for joining us. Those that have subscribed to this podcast, again, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know so many people I get a chance to uh, see who's watching, or not necessarily who particular is watching, but what regions are watching. And last week I may have misquoted there. I'm actually have reached 167 cities and over 17 countries and uh, in, the, in, in this world. And so that's amazing when you think about the outreach of God's gospel is reaching the airwaves through a podcast simple as this. And so I pray that it's encouraging uh, to your spirit. And uh, again, please subscribe if you haven't already. Go ahead and download this if you want to. And that way you can listen to it another time. And that way every, every time I go to post a new podcast, you'll be informed. Amen. Well, without further ado, let's get started. And this week, I want to simply talk on the, on the content of overcoming your giants. Overcoming your giants. And I want you to evaluate the giants that are in your own life. Uh, many of us deal with certain things. It seems almost like as if it's a cycle. And so we're going to kind of hit on this topic. And I prayerfully, prayerfully today, it will encourage you give you strength to overcome your giants. If you have your Bible, it'll be, uh, we'll be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 17. And I'm going to be jumping around through this scripture to kind of hit this on the head. I did a devotion today kind of with this line on the lines of this particular topic, and I wanted to share it with you as well. So 1 Samuel chapter 17, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I'm going to start in one. And in verse one, it reads, the Philistines now mustered their army for battle and camped between Soko and Judah and Azekah at Ephesadamin. I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> but let's skip down to verse eight. Goliath stood as they have already mustered their army for battle. Here Goliath stood and shouted, shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. And he said, why are you all coming out to fight? He called, I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. Now listen to what Goliath says. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. And then in verse 10, it says, I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. Let's skip to verse 16. Now listen, for 40 days, every morning and evening, the Philistine champion strutted in front of the Israelite army. He did this for 40 days. And skip to 45 now, verse 45. Here comes David. David now is on the scene. David replied to the Philistine, you come to me with sword, 
spirit, and javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today the Lord will conquer you and I will cut you, or I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Verse 48, as Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. Reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out his stone, he hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone, the Bible said, sank in, and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. So David, listen to what verse 50 says, David triumphed over the Philistine with only one, a sling and one stone, for he had no sword. But what David did, the Bible says in verse 51, and we're all close on this, then David ran over and pulled Goliath's sword from its sheath. David used it to kill him and cut his head. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, the Bible says they turned and ran. Today, I simply wanna to talk to you about overcoming your giants. What is the giant that you are facing today? What are the giants that you are dealing with for, you know, David and the children of Israel were dealing with this for 40 days. This giant coming out and defying the very God of Israel. And here we see David coming up there, being led and being told actually by his father to go check on his brothers who were at the field, who were at the battlefield that was. And he said, go bring them some food, see if they're okay, because you got to understand this was going on for 40 days. And here come David with his, with his snacks or whatever you want to call it, with his food to give to his brothers. And he hears this man defying their God. Now, I want this to settle into your spirit because sometimes we will begin to hear things repetitively over and over and over. Then they become almost real to our mind. We begin to believe sometimes the very things that are being spoken over our lives. We begin to believe things as if they, the things that are false now become true. Uh, look at what the children of uh, the Philistines were doing to the children of Israel. He was saying things defying the very gods of Isaac or Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel. He was defying them and, 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 and basically making jokes about them. Who would defy the gods, the, the God of Israel? Here we have this giant of a man because everybody was fearful and they begin to believe the very words that may have been coming out of Goliath's mouth because nobody was stepping forward. Now the Bible talks about Saul was a mighty man of valor. Some theologians will tell you he was a very built big man. Uh, some I've heard stories say, some studies say that he had to be around at 6'4", 6'6", range, very broad shoulders, very big man, and yet he was hiding away from this giant. Do you believe sometimes, as Bishop O'Neill usually says in our, in, our, in our church, use your sanctified imagination, if you will. 
that Saul may have been believing what this man was saying, that we can't defeat this giant. Why would they be so fearful? Because Saul was a mighty man of valor. That means he had conquered many people himself. He had killed hundreds and hundreds of men, as the one Psalm says. He had went on to kill many men as well with his own bare hands and with his sword. But yet here we see him very fearful of this giant Goliath. Why was it? Because the first description of the Philistine giant was that he was a champion of Gath. So that means that he was not a chump. He was not a washover or pushover, so to speak. He wasn't some layup, as we would say in today's term, terminology with this younger generation. He wasn't a layup by any means. And so he was a respected foe. Many of us are dealing with things in our own life that we've got to give honestly credit where credit is due. Satan is not some, some person that is just some, we can just push it to the side. He is a legitimate foe. He has some power and he has some uh, uh, abilities through dominion, through maybe generational curses and things that, that he's been given the power over the heirs, the Bible would even say in one scripture. So he's a legitimate foe. And so we're dealing with a legitimate enemy here. But here's the thing. We have been given the authority and dominion and power to overcome and withstand all fiery darts. We've been able to, we've been, we've been given the ability to overcome all spiritual wickedness that comes against us. We have authority. And so what we have to use in our imagination here is the children of Israel could have been looking at themselves and saying, maybe what this giant from Gath, this champion of Gath is saying is legit and it's real. We can't defeat him because he's not been defeated up until this point. Now understand they wasn't seeing who they were. They were the children of Israel and they had not been defeated up to this point. But now they were face to face with their giant. They were face to face with their fears. Now you may be watching this from home or wherever you're at and you can understand and even relate with the children of Israel. You are facing your giant right now and you're not sure how you're going to overcome this thing because it's been a cycle in your life. You've dealt with this spirit. You've dealt with, maybe it is, uh, maybe you've dealt with uh, low self-esteem. Maybe you've dealt with bitterness, brokenness. Maybe anxiety has the best of you. Maybe depression is strong. You, you've been battling with depression your whole life. Listen to me, folks, that is your giant. Now, what are we going to do? Are we just going to accept what our giant is speaking to our life? Are we going to ex just accept what the enemy is lying to our ears about and speaking to our, 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 our inner being and saying that we are not worthy, we are not capable of doing anything outside of what we already know? I'm here to drop a, a nugget of faith to you or a nugget of hope. Listen, it's time for you to stand up to your giant. And it's time to be like David and say, listen, who do you think you are that's going to defy the gods of Israel? And he says, what did David do? He ran after the giant. He didn't wait for the giant to come to him. 
The Bible says that he reached into his bag, grabbed a stone, put it into his sling, and he ran towards the giant. He was not fearful. He was not persuaded to say, well, let me see what he's going to do first. Let me see his first, and then I'll react to him. Unfortunately, many times as Christians is we are reactive instead of proactive. We react to a problem sometimes until when it's too late. And we need to be proactive. We need to do like David. Like, listen, I'm not even going to let the enemy, I'm not even going to let this giant who is a champion, who is a legitimate foe, even gain one step towards me. But I'm going to run towards it. And the Bible says that he took that and he hurled that sling and smote him right in his forehead. Now listen, it could have stopped right there because the Bible says that they all, the, the, the Philistines begin to, to frantic and become frantic and he fell over, but he didn't stop there. The Bible says because he did not have a sword, he pulled the sword out of Goliath's sheath and chopped off the head of Goliath. Now, I always thought about this. What was the significance of that? Well, number one, he told him, he promised, this is what's going to happen, number one. Number two, though, he made sure he destroyed this thing that it shall never rise up again to torment him, haunt him, or do anything of, so, of such a short sort, if I can speak. Do anything that will come back to try to haunt him. Now, listen. It's time for us to chop off the head of the giant that is plaguing your life. You know, we're going to have to take uh, not a literal head off, but we're going to have to, uh, uh, in, a, in a sanctified proverbial way, chop the head off of that cycle that you've been dealing with. What is that cycle? Maybe, maybe it's depression. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's uh, a, a mindset of poverty. Maybe it's a, a spirit of poverty. Maybe, maybe you've dealt with rejection your whole life. Maybe it's low self-esteem and you don't even see your self-worth anymore. I'm here to speak a word of encouragement for you today on this podcast that it's not over until God says it's over. David wasn't ready to receive the report that, okay, we will be your slaves. But he says, no, today this ends. You right now need to speak out by faith. I don't know where you're watching from. You may be watching from another country. You may be watching from another state, but I'm here to tell you today, it's time for you to say enough is enough and I'm done. I'm taking back what the enemy stole from me by force. I'm taking it back and I'm not going to allow the enemy to take another day and I'm chopping the head off of this, my proverbial giant that is in my life. So today you can overcome your giants by simply, by simply saying, I've had enough. I've had enough. No more hiding like the other ones were doing. When David, the Bible says when David got there, they were hiding from this giant. And this obviously went on for 40 days. You have been hiding long enough. It's time now that God is saying to you, for the men and women of God to rise up and be who I called them to be. I'm talking to you, young man. I'm talking to you, young lady. I'm talking to anybody that has ears to hear. Listen, no more shall we live in fear and walk in doubt, but we have to decree and declare, 
As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You may be dealing with an unsaved loved one in your, in your family, and you may have given up on him. No, 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 no. It, now is not the time to give up, but now is the time to overcome. The spirits that are attaching themselves to others, our friends and our families and loved ones, it's time for us to take authority over these things and overcome our giants, their giants, help somebody else out. I always love the scripture when Jesus took his eyes off of, uh, or no, excuse me, when Peter took his eyes off Jesus, when he was walking on water, that's when he began to sink. And But, but I love immediately, the Bible says, immediately Jesus reached down and rescued him. We have hope, we have a promise, and we're not in this alone. God said he would never put more on us than we cannot bear. He, he, he will help you get through this. Because if God is before you, then who can be against us? Folks, that's our promise today. And I wanna pray for the next five minutes here. I want you to begin to envision the, the, very, the very giant that is in your life. I want you to envision that thing that has always been creeping and crawling and trying to bring discouragement over you. It's time for us to begin to realize that today this is coming to an end. And so Father, in Jesus' name, Father, I stand in agreement for those that are watching or listening right now to this podcast. Father, that you are rising, uh, you're allowing their faith to rise to a higher, higher level. So Father, right now, the very giant that they're thinking right now in their mind that has plagued them over years and years and years, today that giant falls. Today that giant, that proverbial giant dies today. We chop the head off of that proverbial giant. I, uh, that, that it, today it will not haunt us another day. It will not haunt us another minute. It will not haunt us another second but we will take authority over it right now. So right now we speak to depression, that giant of depression that may be over your life right now. You just, it seems like every year this pops up and then you go into a cycle. We speak right now to that depression giant that is over your life right now. We come against it by the authority of Jesus Christ through the blood of Jesus. We command that spirit to be loosened off of your spirit right now. Father, in Jesus' name, those that are dealing with anxiety, those that are dealing with, with low self-esteem right now, that giant has to fall right now in Jesus' name. That mindset of poverty that I'm never going to get out of, that cycle that always seems to come out, that I look at myself as the lender and or the borrower and not the lender, as I look at myself as lower than when you said greater than, I sh than this shall you do, greater works, and yet we sell ourselves so low, even from a spiritual mindset of poverty. Father, we come against that spirit right now in Jesus' name. We rebuke that, that mindset that tells us to live in fear. Right now, that fearful mindset that we're afraid to step out upon the proverbial waters and do what you've called us to do. So Father, right now, we chop off that head of fearful mindedness. We, cut, we chop off the head of, of, of doubt. We, we, we chop off the head of this anxiety that we struggle with on a daily basis, telling us that we cannot do more 
than what we can already do that we can't see ourselves doing. Father, we chop off the head. I stand in agreement. I stand in the gap. And we make up a hedge for the young lady that right now has been wanting to start a business, but she that, 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 that fear has been her giant. I'm speaking to you right now by the gift of knowledge right now. It is time for you to step out on the water. It's time for you to run after your giant as David did. And it's time to face it head on because the Bible says if God be before us, then who can be against us? That you're not in this battle alone, you're in this, it's a fixed fight. You've already got a fixed fighter in it. And if if you're in this battle, then he's fighting for you. And the battle is not yours, but God, says the Lord of hosts. So Father, in Jesus' name, encourage my brothers and my sisters all across this globe, Father, that they will face their giant and that they will overcome it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, I'll see you next time. God bless you. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Bridging the Gap. And this is Pastor Nathan Brozier. I'll see you next time. God bless you.